BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, I'm your host, Mark, and joining me we've got Ursatz. Welcome. Uh, I'm back. back. Turns out you throw enough money at Mark, you can be on here a few times. <laughs> and enough money really isn't that much. Like I, I accept quarters, I accept even dimes, whatever you guys can give. Um, <laughs> I'm giving but- him shells. <laughs> no you're, you're doing the most show. important thing and you're giving us stories as well uh and i accept those oh yeah so you you have a story we're doing two stories today we got the smiling one by ersatz and then we got death watch army lore by christopher yeah it should be uh interesting do you want to share anything about yours before we jump into it uh okay so i i was gazing through the old night lords codex like the the original one for horus hersey and I found um, an HQ choice that doesn't actually have a figure. So I thought I'll add to the story, make a little thing, and then, you know, make the figure myself eventually. So, yeah, that's what I cool. did with my lore. So it was an HQ choice. Did, it wasn't a named character, though, or was it a name? I think character? he, he yeah. is named. Yeah, yeah. Um, his nickname is The Smiling One. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll find his actual name. And then you just made a cool mini of him. <laughs> Uh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't made it yet. I was waiting for for the right parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his name is Mordrim Lasahi, I think Lasahi. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. What does it say? He's the fallen Primus Medicae, cool. and everyone hates him pretty much. That's that's all you need to know. <laughs> okay cool nice uh and this is a story about him yeah okay okay the smiling one drip 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 the sound of blood dripping onto the damp floor had been going on for hours now 
maybe even days. It was hard to know when everything was so dark. The midnight clad were always so good at making the pain last. In the distance, the sound of instruments getting sharpened could be heard. King, king, the sound reverberated off the walls and into the cell. Each sound, smell, and feeling of pain was chosen to add to the torture that was being inflicted constantly on the prisoner. A faraway door could be heard opening, allowing a, a gush of sound to escape. The sound of classical music flooded in through the bars, filling the room, contrasting the horrors within. A cacophony of instruments joining together in a faultless harmony. Heavy footsteps broke through the music. It was heading towards the door. All the while, the music seemed to follow the footsteps, getting louder as they came closer. The door creaked open. The door hit the slab of rock, freeing the cockroaches from their cracks in the wall. A large figure's outline could be seen through the wall, followed by a grotesque shape from which the sounds of the orchestra could be heard. It took some time for eyes to grow accustomed to the light, which had now consumed the room. It was with clarity now that the grotesque figure could be made out. Its head bent all the way back, face watching behind, its throat opened, exposing vocal cords, each vibrating, releasing the sound of a string quartet. The arms reached back and holding motorized wheels for smooth movement a series of speakers amplifying the heartbeat to the sound of a timpani drum, each movement of bowel and bone adding to the symphony. It was amazing how something so horrid could produce a sound so admirable. The master of his creation, however, stood in stark contrast, standing over seven feet tall in midnight clad armor streaked with lightning bolts of white lightning. An array of knives, saws, needles, and drills protruded from his backpack on metal arms. Draped over him was an apron made from human flesh. Faces of past victims could be seen with looks of horror still visible. Red gauntlets, the color of blood, stood out amongst the dark blues of his ancient armor. His own face was devoid of any sign of age. His black hair neatly combed back, porcelain white skin contrasting his jet black Nostraman eyes. Reaching the end of his crescendo, the Night Lord clapped, switching off the sound. Furka, lower the patient, the Space Marine said with a soft, aristocratic voice. A small, skinny man with signs of advanced aging appeared from behind, around the door. Yes, my lord, Furka made his way to the chains and, that held up the figure. A rasp of movement sounded as the wheel holding the chains moved slowly lowering the patient to the ground. The days of hanging and the loss of blood had taken their toll. Not strong enough to lift himself off the floor, he remained there in a crumpled pile. The Marine slowly approached the figure, letting each footprint and sound of tools moving work their way into the figure's ears for added suspense. Now let me see how the patient is faring, shall we, Furka? He said, kneeling and propping up his head. Oh, no, no, no. You're losing a lot of blood, aren't you? That can't do. A middle arm made its way down from his backpack, whirring and clicking as it switched instruments. A threaded needle is selected. It proceeded to stitch up some of the cuts the Marine had made earlier. Shh. I know that hurt, but tried to smile. It will soon be over. 
he says, pushing a finger into the open wound. The patient let out a wheeze and threw up. There you are. I'm sure you feel much better now. The Marine said, scraping his finger out of the wound. Another arm lowered itself from its backpack, carrying with it a needle containing some cloudy white liquid. The needle was quickly jabbed into the patient's neck, emptying itself like a spider filling its prey with venom. Don't worry, or don't you worry, you've got plenty more days left in you yet, the Marine said, turning his back on the patient. Furka, hang him back up. He must rest if we are go going to have our little fun again. The clicks of chains moving are drowned out by the sound of the grotesque orchestra ringing out through the room. The door shut once again, leaving the room in darkness. Drip, drip, drip. The blood continued to slowly flow to the floor. Ooh. Oh, that go. poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that to him? <laughs> um, Even I, just, the, I guess he's just having fun. Just having fun, having a hoot. <laughs> uh, in the very beginning, you mentioned the Midnight Clad. Um, is yes. that just like the your war band's name, or uh, that's like the nickname for the for the night lords? Okay. Oh, okay. Like an official. I haven't heard that. Yeah, that yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, the sound effects are pretty funny. Uh, gacha. Gacha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a good story with some sound effects. You really get you into it. Um, the arms tool that was very cool that was a cool picture of like this backpack full of kind of different tools and these weird arms kind of like grabbing them and i i almost kept I like picturing it. that this was dark eldar like that's kind of yeah 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 Th that's where i got the arm thing from so it's, i think that there's a model with a whole lot of them poking out of its back the dark <laughs> eldar one. yeah um very cool do you think like yeah, like they must. You think there's ever been examples of a dark Eldar and like a uh, homunculus working to dark Eldar and a night lord working I, I together? I can see it. I think yeah. I think they don't enjoy each other's company quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, mutual benefit benefits there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a gross story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to keep things real I think. yeah so so did did you get whatever you had to get off off yeah i think so this? yeah okay yeah i'm just trying to understand the emotion you were feeling when you wrote this i think i was pretty annoyed at my boss <laughs> at the time uh, probably, probably okay. at that point yeah now it's all making sense it's all perfectly coming together yeah 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 <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's read the next one. The next one is by Christopher, and it's uh, Adeptus Mechanicus Intelligence Report. Subject, Death Watch Battalion, Relecticus. Hmm. Discovered in the year 998 of the M41, the ancient Imperial battle barge named Glorious Fury was found floating near a Death Watch outpost in the Segmentum Tempestus. It was playing an old Imperial SOS over the box to all open channels. So soon, the Death Watch made contact with the crew. A 26-long-hour standoff began. Incident reports recovered by our tech thralls claimed the crew of the Battle Barge would not let the boarding crew exit the airlock, believing them to be traitors and blinded by Horus. 
The Death, Death Watch was also slow to trust these Marines because their bright, redacted colors, armor, similar to the ones of Traitor Legions. Once the leaders of both forces met one-on-one, the unknown Marines stood down. Donned in ancient yet well-kept Mark III power armor and supported by a squad of Terminators in Tartarus armor, the 35 Marines and their two lieutenants agreed to be escorted to the outpost for physical and psychological evaluations. They were all found to be in prime fighting age and victims to the minimal amount of chaos taint, and were thus claimed to be debriefed on recent events. Um, see Addendum 1-1 for psychological interview with Lieutenant Montrose. After learning about the events that have recently occurred, they were given a choice. Dissolve what remains of their forces amongst other chapters to avoid suspicion from the Inquisition, or stay with the Death Watch and serve with the remainder of their legion. Both lieutenants went back to the bar- battle barge to ruminate and discuss their future. The two ventured into the stasis chamber and the bowels of the ship uh, to meet with the venerable dreadnought Asland. Coming out hours later with their decision, the Marines under their command would shave off the identifying icons on their armor, except the Aquila and serve the Death Watch. Amendum 1-1, interview with Lieutenant Montrose by Death Watch Apothecary Western. What is your name? I am Christian Mintros, leader of these Marines and loyal son of the Emperor. Can you explain to me the events that have happened over the last few days? My brother and I have been, oh, my brothers and I have been stuck in the warp for what felt like months. Luckily, our Gallifield has held out until we were able to find a suitable way out and immediately started looking for other Imperial forces. How exactly did you end up in the warp? My ship was coming to meet with the greater fleet in the Istvan system when we received calls from the surface of Istvan, three asking us to help and saying that our legion had betrayed the Imperium. Before we could get close enough to help, we were hailed by the captain of our former company, Hercule Rebus. He determined we swear fealty to Horus and abandon the Imperium. After declining his offer, we opened fire upon our ship. Realizing how outnumbered we were, we fled the system and made a hasty jump into the warp with no specific target. I assume we must have gotten caught up in a storm of some sort because we were stuck in there for months. You do not know what year it is, don't you, Lieutenant? Yes, I do. But we say it out loud sometimes... but but yes, I do. But to say it out loud sounds mad to me. I understand, brother. I cannot begin to imagine what it must have been like to jump, jump 10,000 years into the future. Rest assured, though, Watchmaster Atreus will see that you and your troops are taken care of. Now, get some rest. You look like you haven't slept in years. Conclusion. Probability of Marines being from a traitor legion, 100%. Probability of Marines falling to chaos, 21%. By order of Archmagos Decius Fran, a backdoor has been installed in all servo skulls at the outpost, so continued surveillance can be conducted. Cool. Uh, That was a cool little story. Uh, Great way to kind of keep traitor Marines loyalists i've never liked when people kind of make their chapter and they have a chap a whole chapter with trader gene seed i never yeah, quite yeah, bought yeah. it 
And I don't think the Inquisitors do either. Well, like the, the minimum amount of chaos taint. Is yeah. that zero? Like, is that a zero <laughs> yeah. thing or is, is there some leeway on that? Yeah, they forgot to redact that number, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, very cool way to get some guys. So I guess the big question is, who do you think, which legion do you think they reside from? Well, I'd say light armor, so I'm guessing death guard. I'd say that's about it. We had said something about blight. Blight. Uh, wait, maybe we can look up that guy's name. I looked guy? up uh, Her Hercule Rubus, and it didn't come yeah. up. There's some uh. weird like Greek artwork for some guy or something. So, <laughs> um, I was kind of thinking like maybe the Emperor's children for a couple reasons. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the beginning, they were saying bright colors, so gold and purple, pretty bright. Um, but then the other line that really gives it away is the identifying icons on their armor, except for the Aquila, uh, and serve the Death Watch. So during the Great Crusade, the Dark or Great Crusade times, only the Emperor's children were allowed to wear the, the Aquila because it was still the Emperor's sig signal symbol ah true 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 right it does make more sense yeah yeah so i'm i'm thinking it's definitely emperor's children it'd be very interesting to see what he thinks but if, if he might not even know though he might just be like whatever doesn't matter yeah yeah <laughs> shouldn't if, if they did know about the aquila shouldn't they have reacted differently to the death watch as well yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because you, you wouldn't have seen any complete black marines until that point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, they're, yeah, you, and you'd be looking at all the chapter symbols on the shoulder pads. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the heck are you guys now? <laughs> Ultramar. I guess, that, I don't know, it depends on which one it is. Yeah. But even then, the armor's completely different as well. Yeah. Um. Pretty cool. Pretty cool story. I like it. I, yeah. I, I like it. Um, it's a great way to kind of just pay homage to your favorite Legion if you still want to be a loyalist. I appreciate it. You wouldn't have to change name as well. Empress yeah. Children. <laughs> still works both ways. Yeah. And when you're shouting for the Emperor, you know, it's, yeah, yeah so exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, thanks for Ersatz joining me and sharing your, yeah. your story. Anytime. Always uh, enjoyable. <laughs> yeah thanks for making me kind of go like yeah. <laughs> uh cool the homunculus next i guess yeah homunculus next time <laughs> yeah right across over fanfic between a homunculus and oh yeah, yeah. having fun on the operating table <laughs> cool if you guys have lore you can send it into lorehammer podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to support the listener lore patreon if you just go on to patreon and you type in listener lore you'll find it or it's in like the podcast description notes you can click on links um but yeah thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you all on the next episode bye guys Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email 
lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.